We are in Hebrews 11. You probably wouldn't have known that since we've been here forever in the day. But uh, we might be going through two verses today as, uh, as we get along. And we're going to be talking about Jacob and Joseph. But uh, as we go through that, we're going to be jumping into Genesis. So be prepared to flip back uh, a few chapters, all the way back to the first chapter. And uh, we'll get into this. Um, who would read for me in uh, Hebrews 11 and verse 22? Just uh, verse 22. <coughs> By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Okay. And I thank you for doing that. And I messed up. Uh, we can go to verse 21. That's what we're going to get to. That was sort of like a foreshadowing. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of his staff. Okay. So, well, what happened there? Why did he bring that up? Well, let's go to Genesis 48. Joseph has come to you. Then Israel summoned his strength and sat up in bed. So he, he was weak and dying. And Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you and I will make of you a company of peoples and will give this land to your offspring after, after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt are mine. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine, as Reuben and Simeon are. And the children that you fathered after them shall be yours. They shall be called by the name of their brothers in their inheritance. As for me, when I came to Padan, to my sorrow, Rachel died in the land of Canaan on the way when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath. And I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. When Israel saw Joseph's son, he said, who are these? Joseph said to his father, these are my sons whom God has given me here. And he said, bring them to me, please, that I may bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age so that he could not see. So Joseph brought them near him. He kissed them and embraced them, and Israel said to them, I never expected to see your face, and behold, God has let me see your offspring also. Then Joseph removed them from his knees and bowed himself to his face to the earth. Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left, and Manasseh in his left hand toward <coughs> Israel's right hand, and brought them to him. And Israel reached out his hand and laid it, reached out his right hand, and laid it on the head of Ephraim, 
who was the younger, and his left hand to the head of Manasseh, crossing his hands, for Manasseh was a firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, To God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my strength all my life to this day, the angel has redeemed me from all evil, bless the boys, and in them let my name be carried on. In the name of my fathers, and Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. When Joseph saw that his father laid his hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him, and he took his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not this way, my father, since this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. Nevertheless, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will announce, will pronounce blessings, saying, God make you as Ephraim and Manasseh. So let's stop there. And... If you notice in verse 5, what did Jacob say in verse 5? And there's interesting. Your About, kids are mine? Yes. Your two sons are mine. Why do you think that is? Why did he, uh, this goes into the tribes and everything, why, why did he say that your two sons are mine? Why do you think the Lord had him go that way? And I'm going to give you a little hint. Think of the uh, portioning out of Israel, the land of Israel. There isn't a tribe of Joseph. There's a tribe of Manasseh and Ephraim. So right. Joseph got a double portion than everyone else. Okay. Hmm. And so if you took all the sons of, of Israel... And you split one into two. How many, how many portions should there be in the land of Israel? Well, you're saying there's thirteen. Yeah, but there's only twelve portions in the land of Israel. Why is that? Oh, because of Levi. Because of Levi. Mm -hmm. Yes. Even at that time, God was preparing everything for the distribution that He was going to plan in Israel. He already planned. He was going to use the tribe of Levites. And so he split the land, the people of Joseph into two tribes so that when it split out, these are the tribes and these are the portions of the land. And notice he said, your sons that you were born in Egypt, Ephraim and Manasseh, are now mine. And all your children will be followed under those two. But let's look at this. What was then said, how did Joseph answer when he asked a question in verse 8? These are these. Yes. He answered and said, they're my two sons. Well, what did, what did uh, Jacob just say before that? No, they're mine. Yeah. Did did Joseph get it yet? 
was, could that have been a test of, Joseph, of Jacob to Joseph? I just said your two sons are mine, and now uh, I'm asking you, whose are these? And he says, is that kind of how we are? Who, whose life do I live right now? My life is not my own. My life should be for the Lord. My life is the Lord. But how many times do I say, this is mine, I will do this, I will do that, and not take into account what does the Lord want me to do? I think it's also interesting to note that that actually was giving him a double portion, but he didn't recognize it. Like, it actually was a blessing, but instead he kind of fought it. It's like, mm -hmm. no, he's mine. Yeah. And, and maybe he didn't even think about it. You know, yeah, my dad said, these are my children. Oh, who are these? Oh, these are mine. So that, that not much, not, not anything big came out of it, but that's just something I saw in there, you know. He, he just got to be saying that your children are mine. Now he says, who's are these? Is that a test? Is uh, notice the, the genetic uh, similarities between Isaac and Jacob. What, what happened with the uh, eyes were dim? Their eyes were dim. Well, especially at that age. I mean, I used to not have to wear readers, so now, now I get to. Um, so the eyes going dim at the age. But if we go back to Isaac um, and we go about the blessing, how did Jacob receive his blessing from Isaac when his eyes were given? By trickery. Yeah, by trickery, by his namesake. And uh, so Isaac, and, and I've some different studies I, I've done on this, Isaac was, in his idea, he was going to bless Esau mm -hmm. under his own power. And he had already been told when they were born that the, the, young, or the older will serve the younger. But he was going against that. And so, but God made it happen anyway. In this one, how does uh, Ephraim, is that the one? No, no. Yeah. yeah. How did Ephraim get the blessing, get the larger of the blessing? Was it by trickery? And this is where I, I believe Paul, or, or whoever the author is, I, I went directly to Paul, but whoever the author of Hebrews uh, said, by faith he blessed him. He crossed his hands. He, he knew who was on the right and who was on the left. But by faith, he crossed his hands and gave the blessing to the younger because that is what God wanted to have happen. And he did that by faith. 
It wasn't by trickery, it was by faith. The younger will be more greatly blessed. Um, and then in the final portion, talking about Jacob, if we look at verse 21 of Genesis 48. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am about to die, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you rather than your brothers on the mountain slope that I took from the hand of Amorites with my sword and with my bow. So what is he saying? Right there, he is talking about what? You will be brought to the land of So he said the Lord's going to bring you to the promised land. And uh, because how long have they, they been in this land right now? I, I believe by the time they, they went in until the death of Jacob was 17 years. So they've established themselves in there. Jacob's dying, and he said, the Lord is going to bring you out. And you will have a place, your people will have a place on the mountainside that I, I promised. So he's already promising a better land. And we're going back to what is talked about, is that they were had faith and were looking for a better place than what, uh, what they were at. God to support, to provide that for us. Any thoughts on that? The bell did just ring. So, we only did one verse this, uh, this time, but we will we will take another verse and maybe more next week, but it, uh, the prayer was good that we, that we had. Who would like to close this in prayer?